What's up, everybody? RB back here with my co-host Dom. Say what's up, Dom. What's up, everybody? Here with another episode of Top of the List, where we will be discussing, I guess we could call it Summer Blockbuster 2023 Part 2. We've already reviewed Oppenheimer for you, so the Barbenheimer Review Part 2, we will be reviewing Barbie today. Uh, (laughs) Those of you who haven't seen our Oppenheimer Review, go ahead and go check that out, as well as some of our other previous episodes. Uh, We've had a great time this summer reviewing some great movies, some TV as well. Of course, Ahsoka dropped a couple of weeks ago, so we have our initial thoughts on those first two episodes as well, and we'll be discussing Ahsoka probably as it finishes up. We'll be back on Ahsoka and some more other movies as well, so be sure to tune in for those. But right now, we are talking Barbie. Uh, definitely, this film, like Oppenheimer, uh, was a cultural phenomenon, it seemed, this oh, summer. Yes. Uh I, I don't know if you had a similar so experience in this one, Dom. So this movie. Yep, yeah, and people dressing up in theaters. We're talking yes. all out pink. We're talking dudes in full drag dressed up as Barbie. Absolutely. I mean, this movie captivated not just the United States, but really the world. Yeah, yeah, this was a huge phenomenon. The Barbie movie was one of the most hyped up movies I've ever seen. Um I don't know that I've ever seen a toy movie. Remember, this is a product film, right? And we've yeah. seen oh, a yeah. lot of product films, RB. We should call back to a few of them in this review. And I feel like this one bears a lot of similarities to a few product films that we've seen before. And it has a lot of, a lot of good qualities, I think, that come from some product films that we've enjoyed in the past. And, uh, yeah, so... What, how do we start this review of Barbie? Um, you, you mentioned Barbenheimer. Um, let's start with where we sit yes. on the Barbenheimer debate, RB. Which one do you prefer, Oppenheimer or Barbie? What is your verdict? Yeah, so I definitely have some opinions about the Barbie film that I think are going to be unpopular. Um, okay. I'm just going to start with this. So I definitely preferred Oppenheimer. Um just because it was definitely <laughs> more my style of movie. I mean, you and I Me both too. have talked about it. We're both huge Christopher Nolan fans. We both love, love, love the. I mean, cinema for cinema's sake. We talked about it in the, uh, in the, uh, in the review of Op- of Oppenheimer. You know, that it was a work of art. It was really, really, to me, a fantastic film. On top of that, I love historical dramas. I thought the cast was awesome. Cast was awesome in Barbie too. Though I will say that, oh, yes. Um, and overall, I just felt like it was more my kind of movie. That's not to knock Barbie. Barbie was a very good movie. Um, yes. It's just Oppenheimer was definitely more my cup of tea. Uh, Oppenheimer, I believe, I gave a score of nine out of ten. I think I give Barbie a seven and a half out of ten. Again, I think an unpopular opinion to me. This was a very, very good movie, but it wasn't quite great. And I think as you talk about. It being a product film, I think this film relied on that a little bit too heavily and it didn't connect with me because I didn't have that nostalgia point because I never grew up playing with Barbies. You know, I I loved the message of the film. I thought it was very pertinent. I thought some of the jokes hit, but I think it was such a phenomenon. I, I mean, comparing it to Greta Gerwig's other films, which I know plotline's never seen them, you have, so you'll talk about them more. It seemed to have 
similar points, but it got the recognition it did more so than those films simply because it had the Barbie branding. And I think it relied on that as a crutch, and that's my biggest fault of this film. Ah, Great movie, but it was so widely viewed, not because of its message, not because of its humor, as much as because it had that Barbie stamp on it, because I guarantee you less than more more than 50%, or maybe right about 50%, let's call it that, of the people in my theater were little girls who played with Barbies who I don't think could wrap their minds at six, seven, eight years old around what the important message of this film was. I think that's why this film grossed so well was because of Barbie and not, unfortunately, because of the message it had. Yeah, I think uh, I'm kind of in the same boat as you are, B, a little bit. Um, I might like Barbie a little bit more than you did, but okay. um, I think we can both agree we're both giving this above a seven, right? This is a better yes. than good film. Better than and good film, absolutely. that shows when you go and see this film, you see the people in the theater all enjoying this film. It's well-deserved yes. because this is a very well-made film by Greta Gerwig here. Um, and I, I think you, you used a great word there. It, extremely enjoyable, enjoyable film. I had a great time with this film. Yeah, absolutely. And I could say that about both Oppenheimer and Barbie. Um, you know, I've heard from a lot of people that I have, I have a friend uh, from college named Daisy. She loved Barbie, didn't want to go see Oppenheimer, was afraid she'd fall asleep. I have a friend from high school named Alex. He went and saw Oppenheimer and fell asleep and then won't go see Barbie. So, like, I have a there, everybody has an opinion on whether or not they want to see Oppenheimer or Barbie. And in my opinion, they're both really good movies. I think Oppenheimer is just like a crazy achievement of our generation, and that's where that one's going to sit. And this one was a nice surprise. Barbie was a nice surprise. That's what I can say about this one. Um, as far as our number scale would go, I think I would go ahead and give this one an eight. I think there's okay, enough yeah. smart writing here to warrant a great score. Okay, yeah. I, yeah. And, and yeah, I, I mean, I'm on the borderline there. I have my flaws with this film, which is why mm-hmm. I can't quite give it a great score. I but I think that's too. a very fair score, yeah. I definitely have I'm not going to sit and disagree with you too much. Yeah. But I think a great All place right, to start, so, RB. Oh, sorry. Can I start? Uh, oh, well, I was going to say, let's let's yeah. get dive into the nitty-gritty a little bit and cue the Absolutely. spoiler warning a little bit so we can talk yeah. a little bit. For those of you who haven't seen Barbie yet, go ahead and hit pause right now. Go check it out. You're long overdue. And uh, then come on back after you hear the spoiler warning. And spoilers are coming up. So, wee-oo, So, we would be remiss to talk about a new product film without talking about the ultimate product film, RB. Um, personally, for me, this is a 10 out of 10 film. No film has ever been this smart with writing and comedy and a combination in a children's film ever that's the lego movie i feel like the barbie movie took a lot of liberties just like the lego movie of poking fun at its brand right poking fun at mattel a lot in this barbie movie just like the lego movie poked the fun at a lot of the lego fans and the lego fandom over the years so i think that barbie took a good page out of the lego movies book with a lot of these jokes that were poking fun at mattel poking fun at Barbies that were discontinued was one of my favorite gags in this movie. Everyone in the theater was laughing whenever. My mom especially loved that one because she remembered Midge, the Barbie that was pregnant and all of that. So um, there was a lot of cool callbacks there. But um, another thing, the callbacks. 
that's another thing that the Lego movie and the Barbie movie both get right, right? Every time Barbie's outfits are thrown out the window by Ken, they stop and freeze frame, and we get to see the outfit that, like, just like you could buy it in the store, right? It's a callback to anyone who's ever walked down a girl's uh, toy aisle and seen the Barbie box with her summer outfit, her beach outfit, whatever. And um, I think that they did a really good job with the callbacks. Uh, just like in the Lego movie, you can see Lego pieces that you've used ever since you were a kid. I thought that was great. They, that's things that uh, both of these movies did that were really great. Um, one thing where I think the Barbie I, movie let me Let me just interject oh, yeah. real quickly here. Please. I'm just so glad you went with the Lego movie because I <laughs> yeah, totally go, go. agree with you. And when you were talking about a product movie, I thought you were going to go with G.I. Joe, which is oh. a film franchise I cannot stand, but I grew up playing with G.I. Joes. So I'm glad <laughs> you went that way because I thought you were going to say G.I. Joe was a 10 out of 10 movie franchise for you, which to oh, me, no I can't stand it. It did not do justice to the cartoons and the action figures. So glad you went there. Sorry. Go ahead. RB, just put it on the record. You agree the Lego movie's a 10 out of 10 movie, right? Oh, without it. I mean, I don't know that I can say a 10 out of 10, but at least a 9 I think out of 10. 10. I haven't 10 seen 10. it in a minute, but it's an excellent oh, movie. Dude. It's it's so smart. It's so smart. It makes me cry at the end every time. It's so beautiful. Mm. Uh, yeah. I love the Lego movie on so many levels. And, uh, yeah, and so that kind of leads me to one thing that the Lego movie has that the Barbie movie doesn't. And that, to me, was... Um, I feel like they lost me with the pacing in a few scenes. I feel like we had okay. a couple scenes where we had characters talking too much. This is something we talked about on Ahsoka. A lot of scenes with people explaining and talking. In a comedy movie, it has to happen, right? Because that's where all the jokes happen. But I think that we had a lot of scenes where people are sitting around in rooms planning things. And I feel like... This movie, unfortunately, is also another product of the COVID pandemic, too, because I noticed a lot of scenes in this movie that felt like, uh, like especially like the room in the, the uh, what can I, what do we, it's uh, Mattel headquarters. In, yeah, the, uh, the boardroom. The boardroom in, what's that city? Century City, Century City. Um, so in, when they go to Century City, they go into the boardroom and they go into the Mattel building. You can't help but notice that it is maybe purposefully very empty and very fake and it, it's like there's i don't know it just to me whenever we went to the real world in those kind of settings it felt i don't know i it just felt impacted by covid i feel like in a lot of scenes where uh i don't know maybe that's the look they were going I don't for know. i felt sure. like that was by design i think it was a was playful it? jab at, not, not a playful jab per se but you know the, the film wasn't about the realistic you know Mattel headquarters. Uh, yeah, it was. It was more. You know, oh look, it's big company, yeah, it's prototypical boardroom and uh, cubicles, and yeah, I, I, yeah. I didn't. Maybe I'm get fixating that on something too much. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So I feel like this one, they just had a lot of scenes where, um, especially towards the end, wouldn't you agree that people were giving a lot of speeches? Like, wasn't why was that happening a lot? Yeah, yeah, no, you're right, you're right, very is much that, so. Is that, I, is that a weird nitpick, RB? What do you think? Weigh no, in on this. No, I, because I, I mean, <laughs> uh, again, the speeches to me, while maybe slowing down the pacing of the film, yeah, helped, I think, spell out the message of the film for a younger audience. And here's um, where we're going to get into a big debate, the audience for yes. this film, RB. To me, I feel like this was the one of the most adult comedies I've seen marketed towards children. 
Yeah, and again, this is why I struggle with this film putting a great big Barbie sticker on it. Because yeah. this is a powerful adult comedy with a powerful message. And I guarantee you, I understand this is the, the highest box office film ever, correct? Right. Worldwide? Right. This, I guarantee you that at least 50% of the people going to this audience, uh, in this audience, are children under the age of probably 10 years old who did not understand the message. Who just saw, Barbie, I play with those. I love this movie. Look, Margot Robbie, that's real life Barbie. And that's where I struggle with it, using Barbie as a crutch. Yeah. I think, again, I have not seen Lady Bird. I have not, not seen yet. Little Women. But these films are critically acclaimed and they stand on their own well, without this is... a Barbie sticker. But they did yes. not do the killing at the box office that that Barbie did simply because Lady Bird is not a, a doll that kids can play with at home or Little Women. You know, you can't have the characters at home. Obviously, Little Women is based off of a book. But you know what I'm saying here, you know? People go and see yeah. movies based off of the toy they're playing with, not necessarily the book they're reading. Yeah, and I think that that's why this movie's an 8 out of 10. And I would, I personally, I've seen Lady Bird. I've seen Little Women. I think those are both 9 or above, really. I think those are fantastic movies. And, um, and both received nominations, plenty of nominations, if not wins, at the Academy Awards. Yeah. Whereas Barbie, again, because of the branding, may yeah. not receive as much critical acclaim. Exactly. I may exactly. be wrong. I'm right there with you. But I'm right there with you. I feel like, and and I I think that um, those these two films, Little Women and Lady Bird, both dealt with a similar message, just like you were saying, RB, but in a much more complex way. Now, what I mean by that is they go way more in detail with the experience of being a woman. Because let's be straight up, RB, that's what these movies, all three of these films yep. are about. Yeah. The experience of being a woman. And um, I feel like Barbie, like you said, as a Barbie, quote-unquote Barbie in air quotes movie, it had to be watered down a little bit, like you said. And like you said, it ended up where there's a lot of speeches about people, women talking about you know what it is like to be a woman uh what's her name america ferrera is that her name yep, yep that's and this correct. one she she gives a really long monologue i thought she did a great job acting but it kind of slowed down the pace of the movie for me a little bit um but i did she had a great monologue in this one though that was pretty well written and um it kind of encapsulates the message so that it spells it out to any girl or any child watching this film uh, mm -hmm. exactly what they're talking like what the meaning of it is and um, that doesn't happen in Lady Bird it's, it's, and it, or Little Women it's way more complex it's way more uh, dealt, dealt with in more detail so that's what I have to say about it but, and I also have an issue I think with this one I, I, is this PG or PG-13 I think it's PG-13 I think you are correct yeah I, I have an issue with this one uh, it's just yeah, it, I think that's my issue with this one is that they went PG-13 with this movie where we've had movies like the Lego movie. We've had movies like Toy Story deal with complex messages in a really incredible way. How about Inside Out, right? Mm -hmm, they deal with mm -hmm. complex messages in a PG movie that uh, didn't have... Like, they had jokes, and, like, if I was in a... Maybe it's just me, but if I was a parent in this one and they were having jokes about genitals in a movie about Barbie, I'd say, okay, well, I shouldn't be taking my kid to this if they're under the age of 10 or anything like that, you know? 
Like, I, I can see yeah. PG-13. Yep, see Above 13, you can go and see this movie, for sure. But, yeah. Yep, I, I definitely see what you're saying there. Um, but, again, that, that more so leads to my, my statement that I just don't think enough of the audience that's giving this the acclaim, that's giving this the title of highest-grossing box office film of all time, understood how powerful the movie truly was. Right, right. Uh, because it's tailored and marketed to such a young audience, even though the adult humor, I mean, it, to me, is, is a slam dunk. I mean, I think yeah, Margot I think Robbie is, is yeah. hilarious in this film. I think, uh, and she does it in a lot of things, she steals the show. I think Kate McKinnon steals the show. Every <laughs> she's sequence really she's on is weird Barbie. She's yes. awesome. I think America Ferreira is great in this film. Um, I will say... One portion of this film I did not like, and the comedy didn't hit for me all that much, was anything with the Kens. Um, really? That because I okay. Now we're gonna differ because that's one of my favorite it, it parts started, of the movie. It started great, but by the <laughs> end, the whole montage was stupid. Oh, I, it just I went on it. for too long. Oh, I the whole the whole song at the end. I'm just Ken. Too long. Anywhere else I'd be a ten. Oh my god, it was the best part of the movie. It was the best was part. Not, did, it just didn't hit home for me. It was so awesome. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I, everything with the Kens is great, I thought. I thought it was funny. Okay, the, see, and to me, yeah. any time it was and a Ryan Ken Gosling, sequence, he was, especially... He was my favorite part in this movie. Uh, Ryan see, Gosling and, I, I and, and uh, Simu Liu from Shang-Chi, yep. they were fucking amazing in this movie. They were amazing. In this. They were the best part in this movie, I thought. Margot Robbie was perfect as Barbie, though, too. So I thought Margot Robbie, like. and, and and without a doubt, Kate McKinnon was my favorite. And and you know what? And I, I do not know her name, so I will pull up the casting list, but maybe you know off the top of your head. The person who played America Ferreira's daughter, I thought she was excellent in this film. She was good in this one as well, yes. Um, and Michael Sarah as Alan. He was hilarious. Michael Sarah was great, yes. 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 Oh, my gosh, the part where he says, I got to get out of here before they build up the wall. Oh, a big laugh in my theater. I thought that was Oh, smart. yeah. Yep. That was very smart. There's a lot of very smart jokes in this one. Very, very smartly written movie. Very clever. Um, and, yeah, I don't really know if I could speak to the meaning of this film that much, RB, because, like, like we said, it's kind of the experience of being a woman, like what it means to become a woman. At the end of the film, Barbie goes to the gynecologist, and that's a powerful metaphor for her entire journey throughout the film, right? Um, on the surface level, it's about her, you know, seriously becoming a woman because she has, you know, a vagina like woman parts, and she goes, she gets to go to the gynecologist. But on a figurative level, it's kind of her becoming a real person and becoming an individual. And I think that's what the movie was overall. I, I, I hear a lot of people getting mixed up with the message of this movie, and I feel like it's very spelled out at the end of the film. Barbie tells Ken, you can be just Ken and that's okay. And I think that's great because all of the toys in the Barbie universe are beach Ken, surfer Ken, or, you know, what, what, what is it, Barbie? Camping Barbie. Like they showed one where she's going camping. Ski, uh, ski, yeah, doc, ski Barbie. Dr. Barbie. There's President Barbie. Barbie. Yeah. All the different Barbies. Is that you have to have a title or a label on you. And at the end of the film, what was so great about it was that you could be an individual. And I think that's the big meaning of the film. That's the one I took away. People are taking away all these, like, anti-men messages or, like, you know, there's some radical feminist messages that people are taking away. I feel like this film was a great film because it had a pretty uniform message where, you know, extremely feminine women were made fun of in the form of all the different Barbies. 
um, and like when the Barbies become maids and like <laughs> all the Kens turn them into maids that want to just serve them I thought that was like making fun of how some women are just like it made fun of how some men are like RB we're, we are part of the stereotypes that they show off in this film Ken's swinging around a driver for Pete's sake RB we love golfing man we're yep, part of the yep, male stereotype yep. as well and that's okay because we could be individuals of just like ourselves so I thought it was interesting. Yeah, and and I think I think one of the key things and why Mattel wanted their name on this film is that's that's the evolution. Mattel realized, I think that it was a different time when Barbie was created and Barbie and Ken were created. Whereas in reality, there's no need to to put Barbie and Ken together. But that was something that it, when Barbie was created in the '50s and these characters were created. You know that a, a woman needed a man, and that right. that's not the case anymore. And I think it's a big move by Mattel to put their their name and their brand on this because it shows their evolution as a company to to show that Barbie doesn't need to be with Ken. Because up yeah. into up to and including the the release of this film, I don't know, I didn't know how it was going to be handled because we right. saw that Ryan Gosling was kind of a you know I I think in today's modern society considered a a dreamy kind of actor as is Simu oh, Liu. Yeah. You know, yeah. our cast is Ken. Or is it? Is this going to be the adventures of Barbie and Ken? And once again, where Barbie goes, there goes Ken. Um, and I think it was handled nicely with that parting message that, mm-hmm. you know, Barbie doesn't need to be with Ken. Ken doesn't need to be with Barbie. As I'm sure Mattel in the 50s when Barbie and later on Ken were created as Ken, as Barbie's boyfriend, Ken, or significant other, whatever you want to call it. You know, that's what it was designed as, but they are growing with the times, and that's that's an important mark for a company to make, a statement for a company to make. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I want to talk a little bit more about the way this film ends. One of the biggest spoilers of the film is at the end of the film, the actual uh, creator of Barbie, uh, what, uh, what was her uh, handler, Miss Handler, What's I forgot what her first name was, but uh, her daughter's name was Barbara Handler, and that's where they got the name Barbie from. I mm-hmm. thought that was a cool piece of information that not a lot of people know. If you don't know Barbie, I certainly didn't. And um, so the creator of the Barbie becomes essential to the plot at the end of this film. How did you feel about the inclusion of this? Because I feel like this was a bit odd. See, I, I liked this. I liked okay. this a lot. This was Okay, so I'm just... Because I had to look this up after the film. I got really excited because I thought maybe that actually was the creator of Barbie. This was an actress portraying a Ruth Handler is actually passed away in 2002. Um, But I didn't know that at the time. I thought, oh, my God, is that actually, you know, did they actually cast her? That'd be so cool. But, yeah, she would have actually been, if she was still alive, she'd be 107 today. So, guess not. But uh, Rhea Perlman playing uh, Ruth Handler, I thought she was, was awesome. And I think this is, of all the speeches given in the movie, the speech that she gives to Barbie about becoming real, I thought Mm. was the most powerful sequence in this film. I thought this was an excellent choice to include in the film, more so than some of the Barbie speeches or some of the Ken speeches. Interesting, okay. Yeah, I thought it was I really enjoyed this. I think it tied everything together as to why the real world was kind of colliding with Barbie Dreamland throughout this film. It made it all make sense to me. Absolutely, and um, there's another message in here, Arby. I don't know if you want to speak to this one that much. I don't know if I can speak to this one this much because I feel like it speaks more to being a woman, but I feel like there's a pretty powerful message. I think maybe you know some uh, uh, men can relate to it too, 
where um, there's like this really powerful message where early on in the film she goes to the real world and she sees the old woman sitting at the bus stop next to her and she says you're beautiful and I thought that was a really powerful message in this film too because a lot of women and you know a lot of men too feel uncomfortable in their own skin I feel like everybody at some point in their lives has felt uncomfortable in their own skin and um, I feel like one of the big messages in this film with America Ferreira's character and her daughter was about being regular just like you're beautiful just the way you are you know you could be a Barbie which is what they come up with at the end of this film the order like ordinary Barbie right isn't that what they say mm-hmm. it, uh, the new invention idea she comes up with is ordinary Barbie and they're going to sell it yeah yeah um again i think that's mattel showing their growth that yeah. the original barbie i mean looked like white margot blonde. robbie so to speak yeah all blonde skinny and that that is no longer a need to be an essential woman which was what barbie was created to be was oh this is what you should aspire little girls this is what you should aspire to be buy a right. barbie doll look like barbie look like the perfect all-American apple pie hunk of a husband Ken kind of girl, and that's not necessary in this kind of world. Again, furthering, I think, what is overall going to be a rebrand of Barbie. And again, I, I'm not crazy about how it's going to be used corporately, that obviously this is going to re-spark a whole new sales of Barbie. <laughs> but, you know, the Lego movie did the same exact thing yeah. with the introduce, introduction of new characters that then lead to, of course... New products being sold, new lands at Legoland, you know? Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I get it. And I think it's big of Mattel to not double down on the Barbie brand, but to rebrand as they did in this film. Yeah. And they and chose I think, a great, I think, and yeah. I don't know if it was Mattel who approached Greta Gerwig or vice versa, but I think whoever tapped whoever, it was it was a great decision to get Greta Gerwig as the the runner of this film. Yeah, because I feel like I have nothing to say but praise for Greta Gerwig running this production. Yes. The production design, costume design, the you know setting up all these dance numbers, all the music, all everything was must have been a huge, huge undertaking, and uh, it shows off here. The production design is next level in this film, and um, I think they did a fantastic job with the costumes and everything as well. So, I agree. I, I agree. Yeah, the directing was great in this one as well. Uh, there's there's a lot of great things to say about this movie overall, and we have a lot of positives to take away. And it's good to have another good comedy film out there to recommend, uh, because there's not that many out there sometimes. I mean, I'm going to disagree with you there, of course. You know, RB, there's uh, as never any good know, comedy a, movies out there. I'm a huge comedy fan, and Dom is a comedy snob. I will watch anything for a cheap laugh. Um, the last but, comedy movie I truly loved was Game Night. Great comedy, great comedy. Um, that was the last one speaking I truly of comedy, loved. one that recently hit Netflix earlier this week that I thought was absolutely hilarious—a new Adam Sandler uh, one. Oh, you are I've so not one. invited to my bat mitzvah. Hilarious. I heard of that one. Is it really good? So great, and it's him with his whole family, both of his daughters, his wife. It was so oh. good. So I think there okay. are great comedy films out there. Not all of us can be comedy snobs like you, Dom. All right. I mean. I guess. I, I mean, the last time you recommended me was Hubie Halloween, man, and I couldn't I did stand not, it. Hold on, hold on. I did not recommend Hubie Halloween. I said <laughs> we should watch Hubie Halloween because I love Adam Sandler, and that was far from his finest work. I will be the first to admit that. But it still did, did give me a few cheap laughs, which it, I thought it, was it, great. It, it, it's 
still funny in the end. <laughs> Alright, man. Alright. So, uh, we got the Barbie movie and we got The Bear, Seasons 1 and 2 review coming for you guys soon. As well as, maybe we'll uh, do a midway breakdown of Ahsoka. Maybe we'll do a finale breakdown of Ahsoka. We'll just come at you guys with that. Um, anything else I'm missing, RB? Haunted Mansion and uh, Blue Beetle and what was the other one? I forgot. We got with the new Mission Impossible coming out oh, yeah, or already right. out as well. We could do a full rundown of the Mission Impossible films. I'm just watching those for the first time. I'm all caught up with the exception of this new one out. Uh, and... Gran Turismo. I just had a chance to see it. Dom, I think you'd really like it. I think that could be a fun yes. review as well if you had the chance to head out to the theaters. Gran Turismo as well, um, which absolutely. I thought was absolutely excellent. We'll add it add it onto our list, the list here on top of the list of movies that we will be discussing, reviewing, telling you our thoughts on as they release and come out and we get a chance to watch them. So if you guys want to check out our letterbox, you can check it out down below. we got the links down to our accounts there. Uh, and you can check out any of our previous reviews, Oppenheimer, Secret Invasion, um, Across the Spider-Verse, The Flash. We've got lots of reviews that you guys can check out if you haven't checked them out in the past. Um, scroll back and let us know what you thought of those as well. So um, anything else, RB, before we go? I'm good. Thanks, everyone, for right. tuning in to another episode of Top of the List. We'll talk to you guys next week. Later. Later, everybody.